0: Going up on seven minutes past the hour of seven this morning on the all-new this morning with Jalen Daryl Jalen obviously on uh, vacation and she'll be uh, off for about a week and a half so back right after the long weekend so we'll be together for a few days and then I'm going on vacation and uh, yeah so uh, summertime right that's just the nature of it uh, lots of people taking holidays. It depends on how much holiday you get at, at work, obviously. Uh, there are some standards, I would think, as far as employment. For most people, if you're on a full-time job, you're talking about a five-day work week, right? About 40 hours a week on average, for the most part. Some get a little bit less, but still five days a week uh, is what it works out to. Does it have to be that way? Just because we've done it that way for decades is there perhaps a better way for both employees but it would also have to be good for the employers as well right they still need to, to make some money well there's this this fascinating pilot program that's uh, that's been underway in North America and it looked at 41 Canadian and American businesses and moving toward this uh, an interesting four-day work week model the results of that study are now out and uh, it's done through the work time reduction center of excellence the director of operations there is grace talon and she's on the line with us this morning grace thank you so much for the time how are you
1: Good morning, I'm very well.
0: Uh, so the numbers just came out basically uh, a few hours ago. This, we've talked about this before here on 630Chad and, and about the idea and the premise, but what would be the impact? So what are the primary numbers we need to hear about coming out of this study?
1: Well, this study was conducted by Boston College and I mean, 100% of the companies who trialed this want to continue it. So straight away, That's really, really positive. Mm -hmm. You mentioned in your intro about the benefits for employees and employers. So obviously the bottom line is really important. And I guess that is one of the things that certainly companies I speak to are worried about when they're thinking of starting along the road of work time reduction. But revenue increased in these companies across North America by 15%. And this study was conducted over a 12-month period. So that's really, really interesting. And... You, you've talked before about all the benefits to employers or employees but I mean one thing we've seen is burnout is down by, by 17% and mental health is up by 17% so we're looking at happier healthier employees which is helping the company thrive, success.
0: So help us understand what this four-day work week looks like what this trial period uh, how was it I- I- instituted was it literally four days or was it reduced hours of work that would amount to an average uh during the week of four days but you'd might work more than uh, four actual calendar days how did this work
1: so yeah many people when they think of a four-day week they instantly think of a three-day weekend and that can be something that frightens um organizations Mm. we can't do that we can't close the office for one day so no absolutely not many companies are in a position to take off a Friday. But a lot of companies that we work with in the Centre of Excellence are companies that simply cannot do that. But they can reduce their errors daily or they can switch their rosters. So it's very much not a one-size-fits-all. And I couldn't say, you know, this amount of companies are closing a Friday, this amount closing Monday, because really it's different in every single organisation. So it depends on what their business is and what they need. But certainly every company is in a position to move towards shorter working hours. Can every company do it? tomorrow, I would say categorically no, but they can certainly start on the road to trying to look at how they pe- can become more
0: productive. So in this study, what was basically the baseline for hours worked in a week that you started with? And wh- wh- where did you try to see it get down to? Or wh- what did the study try to get those numbers down to?
1: So the study tried to, so they were on an average 38 hours a week okay. and they got down to 32. So that's an average um, a, a reduction. And that increased over time. So not all those companies got there straight away and that's a really important point because some some companies will start with maybe a half day on a Friday but companies towards the end of it were able to increase that time off as they got, as they moved through the trial.
0: You know, calling it the uh, a four day work week, uh, a study, in, does that do a disservice? Do you think uh, to what this actually is? So it's it's almost like it's a really cool headline that gets you to look closer, but it's not necessarily a four day work week. So yeah, does it does that title give it a, do a disservice to what it really is?
1: So I would say so this is Four Day Week Global who ran this project. So I suppose that's at the core of why we set, set up the Work Time Reduction Centre of Excellence, because what we saw was that companies really need flexibility. They can't be hamstrung into only being able to, to having to close the office or having to close their business one day. So what we do in Centre of Excellence is I absolutely work with people to to support whatever way they reduce, it could be a nine-day fortnight. Um, and as I said, it's beginning, beginning on the roadmap. So, starting to see how, what can we change in our business. And for very large companies, it's a huge undertaking. It's a massive change management project. But, but I believe it absolutely can be done um, across every organisation.
0: I know these are, these are somewhat generalities because uh, you know you had forty-one different companies, Canada and the U.S. involved in this. So, but in in general, uh, did did the companies need to hire more people, or did productivity increase even with a reduced number of hours?
1: So that's a really interesting question because again, it depends on the company. Now, with this particular trial, with these forty-one companies. Th- I believe they didn't increase their headcount, so it was purely on productivity but if you look at for instance healthcare, I mean I passionately believe that work time reduction within healthcare is going to revolutionise and, and, and to just really make that we have the same problem in Ireland, you can probably hear from my accent that I'm not Canadian and the same issues that we face that I see here in terms of burnout, in terms of losing, losing staff across healthcare is the same in Ireland and what how can they implement work time reduction? They have to increase headcount. So, you know, if you if they look at their bottom line in terms of sick days, absenteeism, turnover, when you calculate that, in actual fact, it probably evens out if you look at, at what it would cost to, to increase numbers. So, these are really interesting things that I think we need to, to delve a little bit deeper into. But But... Not every company needs to in- increase headcount, but of course there are some in- industries that would need to do that in order to make this work.
0: Yeah, it may not change overnight, but this this is all designed to, to spark a conversation, get a few stats that you can lo- sort of look at, some examples you can look at, and maybe some others will follow down this road. Is that fair?
1: Absolutely, and, and certainly within the Centre of Excellence, we have a roadmap, and, and many of the people that we're working with, they're starting... at at looking at their productivity, at maybe, you know, changing um, technology, maybe buying new materials, buying new machinery and manufacturing, for instance. So there's lots of things that companies need to do today to start to move um, to looking at eventually uh, implementing work time reduction schedules
0: one more before we, we let you go because this to me was also fascinating that there was about 14% who said that they would need of the employers employees rather pardon me uh said they would need at least a wage increase of 25% before they'd even consider moving away again from this four-day reduced hour work week and and that uh, uh, or that it was 45% said they didn't need a huge increase and then 14 yeah, said 25%. it didn't matter how much money they got they wouldn't do it
1: it's incredible, and, and if you think of the transformational change this has made to people's lives, so businesses are considering this. You know, This is an opportunity to really align the interests of employees and employers and really make such a massive difference because the, the motivation that your employees have to make this work is incredible. So, you know, it's, it's really a project that as I said, aligns both the interests and, and is transformative for, for employee and, and the, the organization itself.
0: Fascinating stuff. Uh, Grace, where can people find more information on this? We've talked quite a bit about some numbers and stuff, but if they want to go over any of this, I assume it's all public. You can dive into it where?
1: Absolutely. So Boston College have released the research and you can get in touch with the Work Time Reduction Centre of Excellence to start your journey on our reduced work hour schedule on our roadmap um, on worktimereduction.com.
0: And she is the Director of Operations at Work Time Reduction Centre of Excellence. Grace Talon, thank you so much for your time. Really enjoyed chatting with you this morning. Thank you very much. Pleasure talking to you. All right, cheers. Uh, Grace Talon, uh, chatting with us this morning. That's fascinating. It is more of a an hour's reduction than a, than, a, than a stereotypical four-day. It's still kind of a lost leader, that title, I think. But, I mean, if it gets people looking into it, and maybe it does work. Not for everybody, by a long stretch, obviously, but uh, maybe worth diving into, taking a look.